On today's episode of the Ringer Fantasy Football Show, we preview the conference championships and pick the players that we think will stand out. We also look at whether the Chiefs will be able to run all over the Bills again and if the Buccaneers can pressure Aaron Rodgers like they did in week six. We also do, of course, showdown time because we just still don't have a better name, but whatever. Stick around. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I'm joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horlbeck. It is the conference championships round, and this is... Woo. Yeah, woo. Woo. Thanks for the woo. Where's your woo, Craig? <laughs> woo. It's like... what? Is, Bring in the energy. What is the, the uh, Happy Gilmore? They're like, woo. Yeah, that's me. Happy Gilmore, great film. Danny Heifetz probably hasn't seen it. I... I hate you with all of my guts. Anyway, we're the fantasy football show, but fantasy is kind of weird in the playoffs. So we are doing, we're doing a fun DFS game so we can preview the championship rounds. We each have come here with three separate daily fantasy lineups. We've been doing this each round of the playoffs and we are keeping track. DK's in first. We don't want to talk about that. Anyways. Hell yeah. Wait, there's one thing we do want to talk about. What? What is it? I beat you last week. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Even though I beat you, I got to take four I had of Matt players. Barkley. I lost three of four trivias. I beat Danny Heifetz with Matt Barkley. <laughs> yeah, so that's not great, especially because like, I took Michael Thomas from you and then he had no catches. That was like less than ideal. What ha- Yeah, what, ha- what happened to your lineup, Heifetz? Who else did you have? You I took Michael remember. Thomas from me and then I grabbed Mike Evans and Mike Evans got a touchdown and Thomas put up a goose. Yeah, that was really tough. Uh, it was just overall really bad. Also, was really dumb to take the Rams D against the Packers uh, offense. That wasn't awesome. Right. <laughs> Ended up with negative. That was not super chill. Yeah. So updated standings here. DK has got a sizable lead. He's got 211 points. Then there's a large chasm. And then there's Heifetz and yeah. I are 1.2 points apart. 164 to 163. So Heifetz and I have some work to do this week. A little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Anyway, there is one catch to this, which is, as we've alluded to, we're not allowed to use the same players. So if we end up picking the same players for any of these choices you will hear this sound <laughs> and then we will do a trivia off or what are we showdown time showdown. No, craig will craig, craig will, will say yeah, craig will announce it yep. and yeah we'll see whoever gets closer for the trivia and the winner gets to keep the player and the loser has to pick someone else you'll get it it's not that complicated right by the way can, it, can we talk about how the fact that last week craig because of our f- format, because it's fun, and he he ended up not having a starting quarterback on his, he ended up picking Matt Barkley because he lost 
Josh Allen? Or who did you lose? Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I lost Lamar. And Josh Allen was more expensive than Lamar, so I couldn't take him. And, and he, so he had to go with the backup quarterback. He picked Matt Barkley, which is hilarious because <laughs> three, three backup, backup quarterbacks, quarterbacks <laughs> scored points last, this last week. And to be clear, I did offer you a five times multiplier on any of the backups. <laughs> right, so I'd be in first right now. Probably. Tyler it's Huntley. so great. Tyler Huntley, Henny, and Jameis Winston came off the bench to throw a touchdown. So tough luck, man. That's tough. But you still beat uh, Danny. Yeah, yeah, not my finest. Okay, well, let's get into finer days. All right, let's just start off here with Bucks Packers. This is, I mean, this is nuts. This is like legit legendary. Legendary is an overused word, but I mean, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are playing to go to the Super Bowl. I think that's that's crazy. So let's just start with the Packers side of the ball when the Packers are on offense. DK, do you have any Packers on your team? I do. By the way, before we get into this, it's actually kind of fun that like the four teams left are, are like four of the best offenses in the NFL. There's just a ton of really good skill position players, quarterbacks. Anyway, so here's here's my here's my Packers that I'm going with this week. I'm going with Aaron Jones, running back, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, and that's it. Craig, what about you? Yeah, so my guys, I got Devontae Adams, a little known receiver, the place for the Packers. I got Marquez <laughs> Valdez Scantling rolling the dice on him. Oh, and then I'm going with Jamal yeah. Williams, running back. Back Ooh, up running back. I like that. All right. Well, I got, I mean, I got Aaron Rodgers and I got Devontae Adams and I got Valdez Scantling. So they, wow. <laughs> that's our <laughs> no, first triple we'll just, showdown time with Devontae. Well, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So a lot of pack. Okay. So we have a lot to unpack later with the trivia. But for now, good one. Good one. How do you guys see this game going? DK, as you mentioned, th- these are all these offenses are unbelievable in this round. I mean, the Packers, Bills, and Bucks were the number one, two, three scoring offenses this regular season. Then the fourth team is the Chiefs, who might have a better offense than any of them. But <laughs> That blew my mind, yeah. by the way. It's crazy. R- Riley mentioned that. Our, my editor, Riley McAtee, mentioned that in Slack the other day. He was like, the Chiefs have the fourth highest scoring <laughs> offense in the, in the conference championship rounds. It's just like insane. Um, also, one note here. The, week six of the NFL season featured this weekend. Yeah, both of them. Both oh, of these really? games happened. Oh, that's yeah. random. It was Bucks versus the Packers, and it was and the uh, Bucks killed the Packers, and then it was the Chiefs yeah. Bills, and the Chiefs won a slog. Yeah, the Bucks, the, the Bucks ran the Packers off the field, so that was the week that the Bucks really pressured Rodgers. So Rodgers had the third lowest passer rating of his career against the Bucks in Week Six, and yeah. he threw two picks in the second quarter of that game. To put that in perspective, the other sixty-seven quarters he's played this season, he had three picks. Yeah. So the Bucks got to him. But <laughs> that's random. I went with Rodgers this week. I'm not worried about it happening again, to be honest. Like it's just shit happens. And just like we saw the Saints got just blew the Bucks out two months ago, and then the Bucks went out and beat the Saints this week. I just think that the Saints that the Packers are just a different team. And quite honestly, there were all these little mistakes they made. Like the running backs, Jamal Williams, your boy Craig, was missing blocking assignments and the line wasn't communicating. They're having trouble getting to the line of scrimmage. Like they were late on the play clock. And then Rodgers wasn't able to make protections. I just don't think that they're going to have trouble blocking the same way that they did the last matchup. So I'm not afraid. Like, I just think the Packers are going to play a lot better. And the Packers also were like a half-baked offense at the time. And now they're the the best offense in football. So I like the Packers this week a lot. They've self-actualized, as Craig put it the other day. Um, I think that game, it just snowballed for the Packers. And pun intended, because there is actually supposed to be snow this Sunday in Green Bay, which is exciting. Um, normally I think it would be a bigger factor, but you know, Brady's played in the snow plenty of times in his career playing in new England for 20 years. I don't think that's going to be this huge factor. Brady's still, you know, still got it in the snow when it, when it comes to all that, but 
Um, just keep that in mind. It's supposed to be 29 degrees, sh- uh, snow showers early in the day. And I don't know if that means it's going to be like piled up on the, on the field or anything like that, but it could be kind of a wild game. I wanted to ask you, DK, why you like Aaron Jones. Uh, w- what particularly has stood out to you? Because I think the Bucks are, if not, if not the best, one of the best run defenses in the league. Right. Honestly, to me, it was like looking at the running backs group this week, there's nobody that I really feel that confident in. No, from a talent perspective, it's Jones and then everybody else. Yeah, it, w- it was almost like a process of like just I defaulted to Jones because he's the only guy that's good in this lineup <laughs> or in this slate. So basically the other guys that, you, that I'll just go down the list by like price right now. Leonard Fournette, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who might not even play. Daryl Williams, who is Daryl Williams. Devin How dare Singletary, you? Who... Daryl Williams is wonderful. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ronald Jones, who has been banged up. Le'Veon Bell, who's terrible at this point in his career. Jamal <laughs> Williams, who, uh, you know, he's hurt. He might not even play. He, he's, like, still limited in practice. I don't know if they're going to go with him or with A.J. Dillon, whatever. Basically, that's the, the bottom line is, like, I just went with Aaron Jones because he's Aaron Jones, number one. He could, He's going to get his touches. Um, and, Craig, I think you mentioned this a couple shows ago, but, like, he just is very consistently going to get like 15 to 20 touches every game. Going back his last 10 games, he averaged 17 per game. It's 15, 15, 12. 12 is the low. And um, then it was 23, 17, 18, 18, 18, 14, 18. So like, I think you can just really pretty much bank on him getting his 15 to 20 touches. You know, he's so explosive. He's going to be involved in the passing game. Heifetz, you're right. The Buccaneers are good at defense in terms of run defense, um, but his ability to be in the passing game and and be a factor there, I think, is good. So, um, end of the day, like, I just didn't have any confidence really in these other guys, so I went with Aaron Jones. I like the the passing game thing is really interesting. I don't think the Packers use him enough. It felt like he was used more yeah. last year than this year. And specifically, I heard the stat from Ian Hart. It's that since Jones entered the league. Only Austin Eckler and Naeem Hines have averaged more yards per route run than Aaron Jones. And uh, He's a good receiver. Maybe they yeah. should utilize him more this week in that regard. I think that would make a lot of sense. That would obviously be really good for me. Well, you're safe with Aaron Jones. Nobody picked him. Good for you. I can't believe that. You guys are crazy. All right. I had him originally, but then I was almost like every... The running backs were so scrubby. I was like, I'm just going to... like They're all kind of the same this week. I'm just going to grab one of them and hope for a spike. <laughs> Uh, that's what I tried to do with Singletary last week. He got like two points or something like well, that. Well, the Bills it, it didn't hand totally the ball worthless. off until after the two-minute warning, which was <laughs> no, you know, pretty like, freaking nuts. They didn't throw. They did not run the ball in the first quarter. I think I saw it was pretty great. But yeah, to keep with the running backs, I took Jamal Williams for the fact that he had two less carries than Aaron Jones last week, and he's mm-hmm. three thousand dollars cheaper. There were a lot of plays last week against the Rams where. Aaron Jones ran them to the 20 or the 15, and then Jamal Williams came in and got a couple goal line carries <laughs> that came a yard or two short. So it's happened all year, and you know he's constantly hamstringing Aaron Jones. So I'm hoping that vulture can happen this week. I think there's a good there's a good chance of that. So you guys think the Packers move the ball, even though the Bucks defense is the best defense remaining? I do. To me, it's like all these offenses are so on point right now. Um, it's going to be the story of the week, I think, is going to be offense. It's going to be these quarterbacks. Like Aaron Rodgers is just playing out of his mind. You know, the Buccaneers have a good defense. They've got a lot of talent. But in the NFL today, in the way that the rules are set up and everything like that, uh, I just think offense wins. Heifetz, you said it. Saban is like, yeah. Nick Saban said a couple months ago, 
you know, in the old days, good defense would be a bad off, or a good defense would be a good offense. Nowadays, it's it's the other way around. Yeah, when Saban changes his mind, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the playoffs this year, the Bucks have played Taylor Heineke and and a version of Drew Brees that was basically like the guy exactly. from Monty Python, where he, I mean, like every part of his body was broken in some way. So I'm I don't know. I don't, it's, no, it's so true. Because here's the thing, and honestly, this is a funny. This is a weird part that's actually true for all four of these games, all four teams. The Bucks have to do on defense the exact opposite of what they did last week to win. So the Bucks won last week, and mostly because they just did not respect Drew Brees' deep deep ball. They just played up and were like, throw it over our heads. We dare mm-hmm. you. And he wouldn't. Well, now they're playing the Packers. That's not really going to work. <laughs> and funnily enough, that's actually a theme for all of these games, because if you kind of zoom out, the Chiefs just played the Browns. All the Browns want to do is run the ball. Now the Chiefs are playing the Bills, and the Bills didn't run the ball till the two-minute warning of <laughs> halftime. So that strategy is not going to work. <laughs> then yeah. you've got the Bills, who are who last week beat the Ravens because they're like, we don't really respect Lamar Jackson's passing. We're going to make sure you can't run. Now the Bills are playing the Chiefs, and they'll probably do the opposite. They'll be like, we don't care if you run the ball. We just don't want Patrick Mahomes to pass. So the Bills have to reverse what they're doing. And even mm. the Packers' defense is kind of reversing themselves because they have to go from Jared Goff, who is not known for like cutting up defenses or processing. Now they Mm got to play Tom Brady, who's like the best processor of all time. So like all these defenses have to do very different versions of themselves. But specifically for this week, I think one example is is, uh, how the Bucs have to cover Devontae Adams. Their cornerback Carlton Davis has shadowed good receivers. He shadowed Michael Thomas last week. I think actually all season. He did really well on Michael Thomas. But here's the thing. Obviously, Thomas has a sprained ankle, but also Carlton Davis is this big physical corner. He jams people. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to get his hands in Devontae Adams. Like, you can go ahead and jam Devontae Adams at the line. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the world because you can't touch him at the line of scrimmage. I'm a little dubious of how the Bucks guard Devontae in this game. We'll see. Which is why all three of us have him. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I, so don't we'll think, I don't think they're going to be super successful. Yeah. <laughs> the last time that Adams did not have at least 10 targets or a touchdown in a game, so 10-plus <laughs> targets or a touchdown. September 20th, and he got hurt in that game. Oh <laughs> so so was he's really been last super, season. super consistent. I mean, he's just, obviously, him and Aaron Rodgers have this mind meld. They do a lot of stuff schematically to get him looks, like that that really cool play where they ran him up and down behind the, the line of scrimmage and, and got him a touchdown last week. Like, that's the kind of stuff they're looking to do in the red zone. So it's, you know, if there's anybody that's safe, a safe pick in this game, I feel like it's him just, Based on what he's done over the last, you know, ten or fifteen weeks. Okay, so you want to flip over the Bucks? We all think the Packers can move the ball. What about the Bucks on offense? I got Rob Gronkowski at tight end. Mm, I got Leonard Fournette at running back. Lenny, Lenny Fournette, playoff Lenny, and then I've got Tyler Johnson. This is kind of a, out of left field. Uh, the rookie receiver for the Buccaneers, basically just banking on the idea that uh, Antonio Brown is not going to play as of now, which is Thursday afternoon. We we don't know exactly how that's going to go, but as of now. He is not practicing. It's day to day. We'll see how it goes. But right now, I'm just kind of banking on the idea that that Tyler Johnson will get some get some good looks in this game. So the only guy I really have, I believe, here is uh, Cameron Bray. And of fucking course, Danny Heifetz Cameron. I have Bray. him too. I have Bray too. We'll get to that. And I have I have Rojo. So <laughs> yes. DK, I want to talk about the Bucks running game for a second. I have Ronald Jones. Sure. You have Leonard Fournette. Obviously, I'm I'm banking on healthier. Rojo just didn't look super healthy last week. He. Had a couple mm-hmm. good runs. He pulled up after them. I'm kind of just bang- he's cheaper than Fournette, and I'm like, well, he's better than Fournette. So if he's healthy, it'll be great. But do you think the Bucks can run in this game? Whether it's Fournette or Jones, how do you feel about the Bucks running game? 
I, yeah, I do think they can run, and I think they'll probably try to run a good amount. Um, they So Leonard Fournette had 17 rushes last week, 63 yards. The reason I went with Leonard Fournette over, I had the same kind of thought process you know, as you, but I feel like Fournette is going to be more involved in the passing game. He had six catches and a touchdown versus the Saints. Uh, Rojo has really struggled in the passing game. He has rocks for hands. He can't catch the ball very well. Um, <laughs> rocks for hands. I actually saw... Can you imagine if he had rocks for hands? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Fournette had th- uh, 17 carries last week. For, uh, Rojo had 13, but yeah, the big difference again is is the targets in the passing game. I saw from Athletic reporter Greg Almond that um, he expects sort of a similar rotation at running back this week because Rojo's feeling better, um, getting healthier. That quad is starting to feel better. But I'm not expecting a huge game from Fournette. But I'm basically just banking on the idea that he'll be used on third down, maybe in the red zone type of thing. Yeah, we both picked Cameron Brait. And then, DK, you pick Rob Gronkowski, so we're all rolling with Bucks tight ends here. Yeah. DK, why'd you go Gronk? Gronk? I don't know. There's actually not a super, like, legit or logical reason to go with Gronk. I do think he, I, I'm going off memory, but I feel like he had two big plays go off his hands last week. You know, just barely yeah. overthrown. I believe one of them was in the end zone. Might have been both. Yeah, he almost caught that one in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, so he, you know, he's still getting targets. He, he's not, he hasn't gone off uh, for a couple of weeks, but... At the end of the day, when push comes to shove, I feel like Brady is going to go to his dude in this game. You know, it's going to be a close game. In theory, Brady and Gronk have both been there. You know what I mean? We've talked about this for weeks and weeks and weeks. Brady always seems to be a little bit off or like not on the same page with his receivers. You know, four or five game, four four or five plays per game. He's it's like he like stares down his receiver like he just insulted his mother kind of deal. And so, I don't know. I'm just, I'm hoping on in a high leverage situation, maybe it's like in the red zone, maybe that means late in the game, he's going to look to Gronk and they're going to dial something up and he's going to get a touchdown. So that's what I'm banking on. Yeah, I think you're onto something with the tight end thing and you're totally right about the receivers. I mean, Godwin's got a broken hand and can't catch anything. Antonio Brown's hurt. And Mike Evans seems to get shut down every other week. So... (laughs) The only thing that ruins my theory is normally Gronk would be the, the, the goal line essentially a fullback type deal. But now Evans is that guy for whatever reason. I just want Gronk to be that guy this week. Yeah. The only reason I went with Brait was, besides being the cheapest, I mean, he led the team in yards last week. He had 50 yards. Uh, he's had 50 yards or more in <laughs> three he? of his... Yeah, he did. He's, uh, he's had 50 or more yards in three of his last five games. And if you look at passing snaps, just who's playing more? He's, he's not out snapping Gronk in general because Gronk is such a good blocker. But... Uh, in the last two games, he's out-snapped Gronk by one snap in passing game, uh, in passing snap. So he, he's on the field a lot when they throw the ball, and I, and I like that. I'm going to bet on it. Yeah, Brady's just better than Gronk at this point. Like, Gronk and, and Brady have the connection and the history, and Gronk knows probably more what Brady wants to do. But Cameron Brady's a better route runner and better receiver at this point. He's better at getting separation, all that jazz. Like just, he's, just, he's, got, he's got more juice. I heard somebody talk about the way Gronk plays now, and it's that he can still get a step on somebody, but that's all, that's all he can get. Like he can only get one <laughs> step on someone now. That's a good way of putting it. He's so big, though. Like it doesn't doesn't even matter. And also, I think that it's interesting. We both picked the Bucks tight ends because the Bucks, I think, are better with twelve personnel. Uh, they just seem to be better off. And I think that Brady, for all the talk about the Bucks receivers with Evans and Godwin and Brown, I think that this twelve personnel, sorry, with two tight end sets this is their best offense. And I think it's the one Brady's most comfortable in. So I think it makes sense. Okay, so who do you guys think wins this game? Bucks, Packers. Packers. Yeah, I mean, it's... I I always feel bad just going with the, the chalk or whatever, but the Packers. I think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. We'll see. All right, I agree. That's really boring. That means the Bucks will win. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like Brady. It's Brady, though. That's like, the thing. 
even now, I'm just like, anytime you want to bet against Brady, you just feel like an idiot. So, well, that's well, that's why this is a cool game. Is these are the two quarterbacks that are the ultimate like you bet against <laughs> them, and plus you feel like a moron players. But yeah, okay, showdown time. It is showdown time. Oh, so we actually have our first triple showdown, which is over Devonte. So is that what we want to do first? Oh. I would do it first. Uh, <laughs> well, we can't just do a regular gong for this. We have to do like like a special gong, like a mega gong. Triple showdown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for Devonte, are right, you guys ready? So the so we'll we'll go in order here. So the winner gets Devonte, and then the losers have to pick someone else. But whoever's among the two people who get it wrong, second place will get the first dibs on the player, and then last place gets last dibs on the player. The Great. next replacement. Okay. Okay. In the mega mm. gong showdown triple time. <laughs> mega gong. This is from Cameron. How many trees are on Earth? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, this is one of those questions where I have no idea how anyone figured out this number. <laughs> I don't know. This How would anyone counted. know this? They counted? What, like Google Earth counted all the trees? <laughs> well, I'm the scientists. I don't know, man. How many do they know how many people on Earth? The scientists? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing they guessed the tree density and then did the area of land that has trees covering it. Blah, I'm blah, guessing blah. seven. It's a lot. <laughs> seven. Seven trees. Well, looking outside, I see about <laughs> 10. So let me just do some quick math. Uh, this number couldn't be higher in my mind. I feel like I can't guess high enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be way off. I'm going to say 20, 20 trillion. 20 trillion trees. Is that a thing? Is that a number? Uh, 20 trillion. That a, I mean, sounds it is like a number. not a real that number. That is a number. <laughs> it's not what I was going to say. <laughs> it's probably going to be way too... Uh, I don't even know if I'm high or low. I'm going to anyway, say... 20 trillion. I'm going to say 700 billion. Wow. Okay. We're 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 different. <laughs> we're like way off. There's a giant chasm in the middle of that. Hyphens, just pick one in the middle. I was gonna say like like a hundred billion. I was gonna say like eighty billion to be honest. I'm gonna go with eighty billion. Okay, and I said seven hundred billion. You said twenty trillion. <laughs> I'm way too think, high. I don't think there are a trillion trees <laughs> on Earth. I'm not gonna lie. I'm dude. guessing the number of ants on. I don't Earth. think there's a trillion. The question is: Are there more trees than people? How many trees per people? And trees per person. I feel it's like, like it's like two more or three trees. I uh, I looked up the answer. I, I slowly took the cake. It's four hundred billion trees. Shit! <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, this is huge, huge bounce back from last week. Two hundred. What was I doing? And you said eighty, right? So you barely missed four hundred billion. So Heifetz got second. Four hundred billion. Oh, I should have said Heifetz. You missed off only by twenty billion. That's that was the difference in you and me getting first or second. Well, I could have cheated I keep and done it way too high. Under, but. Yeah, DK, that was just not. Uh, that was. I was not just your picturing. Look, I was just picturing like the Amazon and how many fucking trees there are. I don't know. SNL whatever. cast members. The and Lake trees. Michigan one really burned you. Okay, so DK, Craig, you get to keep really Devonte Adams. I gotta lose. Oh, that sucks. Losing Devonte Adams, brutal. Shit, I'm so third. I have to pick a receiver from this Packers Bucks game, except MVS and Lazard already accounted for. So I'm gonna go ahead, Ooh. and I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm going to pick Mike Evans. All right. And DK, you got to pick someone else. So I'm going to pick Godwin. Yeah, his hands are suspect right now, but I'm going Godwin. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. 
And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. All right. We got to do another one of these because Craig and I now got to fight over MVS. A a massive battle. All right. Round two of showdown time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So this one is from John. John. How many glasses of milk does the average cow produce in her lifetime? Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, do I Say not know 20 this. Trillion. <laughs> Say 20 trillion. <laughs> How often do you glasses, milk a cow? Glasses of milk. How often do people milk cows? I'm not going to answer that because I don't want to sound like a moron. My guess is every day. I think does every a day. Cow only produce, does a female cow only produce mook, milk once it uh, <laughs> mook? becomes an adult? Or, uh, right? Yes, I assume so. <laughs> Milk is used to feed the young, so yeah, I would, I would assume so. I'm going to say 20,000. Look at us deducing. I'm going to say 20,000 glasses of milk. Okay, okay. Craig, go 20 trillion. I dare you. 20 trillion. <laughs> 600 quadrillion <laughs> glasses of milk. I'm just going to say like, fuck, I don't know. It's either that 20. It's funny because right when someone else guesses, you're like, well, that's the right answer. You're like, Anchoring. It's called anchoring. We've discussed this all season. <laughs> You're like, that sounds perfect. Now I have no idea if that's too low or too high. Whatever you guess, it'll be wrong, so it's fine. I know. My gut is saying it's less, and I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say 18,000. <laughs> no, it's 200,000. Let's go! <laughs> yes! Congrats. You got you, Marquez Valdez scaling. <laughs> yes. I love it. He tried to price his right him and he got the wrong get. side. Oh, uh, whatever. I'll take, uh, I'm glad I kept Adams instead of scaling. I'll, uh, who can I have here? I'll do, I'll do, should I do Scotty Miller? Here's a, here's a bonus question for you while you're deciding. How many cows can a farmer milk per hand per hour? I mean, that it's depends like a, on the farmer. This is like that Silicon Valley thing, the <laughs> I mean, middle out. A farmer's got two hands. I don't know if he's milking more than one cow per <laughs> hand. So it's on like the two. farmer is damn right. Oh, per hour. Like, it's 20. It's six, okay. it's six cows per hour. Six per hour. I'll do Scotty Miller. Mazel tov. Cool. Now, Craig and I got to fight over Cam Brait. Another showdown? We have another showdown. Yes. Craig, give it a showdown time. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Sounds spooky. Oh my god. Ooh, this is a fun one. Okay, so this is from Niall. Niall. <laughs> Niall. 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 How many hours was the longest domestic flight in the history of the world? How many hours was the longest domestic flight in the history of the world? And you get bonus points if you can tell me where it's to and from. You're never going to get where it's to and from, but we'll try. Domestic flight, so within one country. Technically speaking, yes. Okay, that's a weird thing to say. 17. (laughs) 
17 and it was in Russia. I know. Russia was my first thought as well. But, but then, it's <laughs> a weird thing to say, but okay. But DK was like, Oh, yeah. DK he said, like, You'll never get it. So that kind of, well, now I don't even want right. to. Right. But I don't know. DK. Maybe he meant I've you'll never get it. I'm giving too many cities. clues here. I'm giving, I'm, I'm letting, I'm letting the cat out of the bag a little bit, but yeah. I have a theory about how this happened, but we, I'll let Craig go first. I, don't, I just don't know how it could be more. 16 hours. And I'm going to say it's in. Oh, shit. I'm going to say it's in. Brazil. There had to be a reason it couldn't land. It's not just like it was a long flight. Like there had to be a reason it couldn't Actually, land. Actually, I'm, I'm going to say it's like in a Canada. War. I'm going to go Canada. All right. Well, you guys are really fucking close on the time. Craig actually wins. <sighs> it's 16 hours oh, and 20 minutes. Oh my so, God. Haifa, you guys were you 10 minutes off me? from like tying. <laughs> then we'd have to go into 10 a minutes sudden death showdown. Here's, here's, let, me, let me make a case here. Let me make a case here. No. Do we count time in the airport? Yeah. <laughs> if taxiing <laughs> but this is a situation because it's a plane landing that like you have to you know never mind fuck it no yeah don't, Hyphens, don't you're try. not getting it it's i no. craig craig right, gets fine. it you want you want me to explain it yeah go ahead okay so this is a flight operated by air tahiti nui it was between oh my god i'm gonna butcher this i'll just say the name of the place french polynesia and paris technically french polynesia is oh. a part of the french republic so, it was actually it occurred in 2020 during the COVID 19 pandemic. Wow. Between North, uh, French Polynesia and Paris, 16 hours, 20 minutes, considered a domestic flight. Kind of interesting. Good, good question. That's not a domestic that. flight. Nile. It is. Oh, my. It counts. Ugh. That's you guys, so dumb. I said, technically speaking, you guys should have picked up on that, that this was some sort of. Whatever, you know, like island. All right, whatever. Let's move on. I gotta happening. pick someone. Hyphens, how are you mad about that? You were forty minutes off. If you would have known that it was French Polynesia, would you? Have I would have known. Sixteen hours, sixteen twenty-five. <laughs> I would have known. Okay, so I guess okay. I gotta pick a new tight end here. I gotta pick freaking. I'll take Jay Sternberger because I hate myself. Oh. God damn it! This Jay Sternberger is he even playing? I don't even. I think know, he's injured. Man. I no, he's he's, he's <laughs> inactive. Great. I don't even a tight. I should have just let you. You got to grab Mercedes. Sure you got to grab Mercedes Lewis. I think. Yeah. Sure. Great. All right. Mercedes Lewis. It is. I freaking hate <laughs> you guys. All right. Let's go. Let's go to Bills Chiefs. Yep. That was the longest like showdown in history. A little okay. too long. Let's get into it. Okay, DK. Who do you? We'll start with the the Chiefs offense. Do you have any Chiefs players in this game? I don't, and that was like I was wow. when I finished right, looking what? at. I finished looking at my lineup. I was like, "Well, that's dumb." <laughs> <laughs> of course, let's be honest. This is the fourth highest scoring offense in this in the championship round, which is a just insane point. to think about. No, I do not, which is really dumb. So, <laughs> all right, carry on well, good to know. all right, Craig, do you have any Chiefs players? Yeah, I have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Darrell Williams. That makes sense. I have yeah, I have Kelsey and I have Darrell Williams too. Great, so we can fight about them. So. And then I don't know if you count the Bills D as a Chiefs. Like I don't know what it's going against the in. Chiefs offense. So you're okay. I actually have the Bills D too. Yeah, I've got. Oh, we all. I have, have the Bills, the Bills D. D also. So we'll we'll put that. We'll do that in the Bills section. How about okay? Okay. So how do you guys think this game goes? Because the last time these teams played, the Chiefs ran for 245 yards on 46 yep. carries. Both those numbers were the most in the Andy Kare Andy Reid's career. And so wow. the Bills, what the Bills did was they kind of played back and they kind of let him run. But I'm curious how you guys think that this game goes this time. 
Do you think they're going to try and do it again? I mean, so the, basically the Bills this year have always invited teams to run. They stack the box at the second lowest rate in the league behind Arizona. And then, like you said, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at 160 yards when they played last time. And the Chiefs, it's like, I, I was listening to a podcast and they were saying like, well, they can't do that again because like they lost the game. But they lost the game by like six. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. So I want to read a quote from Bill's defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, about, he said last week, but he was talking about the game of week six. And he said, quote, we went into it saying, okay, they're not going to beat us over the top. They were hitting so many explosive pass plays and they're still doing it to teams. We just were not going to give up the explosive passes. We said, okay, we're going to dare them to stay with the run game. And lo and behold, they stayed with it and had a lot of success running the football, end quote. And to your point, Craig, they still hold, held them to 26 points, which was like the second fewest the Chiefs scored through Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like it, they did keep them. And, and also Josh Allen threw for like 122 yards. If Allen plays a better game, they might have won. So I don't think it's like they're going to throw out that plan. I don't think that they're like, oh, well, that didn't work, so we'll let Patrick Mahomes pass the ball. And so to be clear, though, what they did was they had their safeties back 15, 20 yards in every play, both of them, in too high, linebackers back. Patrick Mahomes said it reminded him of playing at Texas Tech, where they were just like, yeah, fine, run as much as you want. So, I mean, what do you think of that, DK? Like, what do you, do you get the sense that the Bills would be wise to let the Chiefs run again? Yeah, I do. I think if you're going to pick your poison... You know, it's it's not always as it's not binary. It's not always as simple as that. But like, if you're gonna force tendencies, if you're gonna force teams to do, you know, what they're worse at, what's less efficient, less explosive, less dangerous, then yeah, you're gonna want them to run. I mean, if I'm picking between Patrick Mahomes' arm and Le'Veon Bell's legs, who are you gonna pick? Well, my question to you, DK, is like, I mean, this is obvious, right? If you're any defensive coordinator, aren't you saying that mm-hmm. against the Chiefs every single time you play them? So. Can you succeed in doing it? It makes sense that you want to, but like every team would theoretically right. want to do this. Well, Why not every team wants to. I mean, Dan Campbell, the Lions coach that was just introduced, what did he say in that press conference he gave? Here, I'll play the clip. So this team's going to be built on, uh, we're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you before before long. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like a guy who's like, yeah, let him beat us up in the run game. I don't think that's what Dan Campbell's going and saying. He's bloodthirsty. But you, you uh, know what I'm saying? Like against Mahomes, obviously the game plan would always be like, let's limit his passing. Let's make him run the ball. But that, I mean, obviously it doesn't work, right? Right. It's, it's not it's not an either or thing. And, be, and if teams can run with success, then you start having teams come in and crowd the box a little bit, start playing more two, uh, three high stuff. You know, you want an eight man box or whatever. It's all fluid. I think, you know, the Chiefs could potentially like force the Bills out of that. And that's like the goal is to force the Bills to like, you know, finally come up and let them throw a little bit deep. But the other thing is like the Chiefs are also good at scheming up ways to beat cover too. Like there's ways to beat you know, um, seven-man coverage schemes. And, and Mahomes is the master at, um, you know, finding the sweet spot in the defense. Reed, that, that's always been a big part of, like, their offense, too. Like, Reed, Mahomes over the last few years has had more open receivers, more, um, what is the next-gen stat where you have, like, tight window throws? Like, Mahomes doesn't really do that as much as you'd think he does because he's always got open guys. They're so good at scheming guys open. So, um, 
Yeah, it's definitely like that's a chess match. And I think in theory, that's how you want to attack a team. But like they can definitely get you out of it. It's it, it's once the game starts. And to the point, TK, the Chiefs, the, the Bills ran a lot of cover two in, in the red zone. I think almost as more than any other team in the league. And Kelsey's really good at that. That's why I had him in my lineup. But the key here is Patrick Mahomes. Like, is he going to play? You know, yeah. obviously he's in concussion right. protocol. That's huge. He had a foot injury. I mean, he was hobbling around even before he had that concussion. And then, I mean, even the concussion itself was odd. Jake Glazer said after the game, like, maybe it wasn't concussion. It was really weird. It seems like he's trending toward playing, but obviously Chad Henney would be a massive downgrade. And for the, the, the Chiefs offense overall, like, I mean, doesn't need to be said, but it needs to be said, like, a lot of this offense is about Andy Reid. A lot of it's also that Patrick Mahomes just pulls shit out of his ass. Maybe that's not the best way of yeah, phrasing, right. but... Right. <laughs> But Henny just can't do that. And well, do you think Mahomes' injury is mainly to his foot, or I think it's his toe, right? Like, do you think that's going to change the way that the Bills defend? They didn't blitz once when they played the Chiefs in Week Six. I think it could change if he can't mm. scramble. I think that they got to see how mobile he is, and if he's not able to scramble, because like Mahomes, half the problem with Mahomes is he can extend these plays, and he has such a such a good he's like a basketball player and then he has such a good understanding of where everyone is around him that he always knows the right place to drift to just not get hit and so now not only do you have to cover Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill you have to do it for five seconds now instead of two and a half which sucks and so if he can't do that as easily I think that that could change the Bills defensive plan but even then Mahomes who can't scramble is still better than Chad Eddy Right. And, you know, I, I grabbed Mahomes. So I, we make these lineups without seeing who the other two of us had picked. And I kind of had an inkling that nobody would pick Mahomes. And so I was like, mm -hmm. well, I'll, I'll take a free Patrick Mahomes. Like, I know he's $9,000, <laughs> but like, I'll take a non-trivia showdown Patrick Mahomes. I'll bet on him. Sure. So you can't shy away from the showdowns. That's just, I mean... You're right. I've kind of been, I've been, I've been hot this week. And then, yeah, Hyphens, you and I each have Kelsey, which kind of goes without saying. And then... Good at football. Uh, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and then we both have Darrell Williams. I mean, it's all up to Clyde's ankle. I don't know if he's going to play. It seems like a 50-50 shot right now. If he does, that'll severely hurt um, Darrell's game. I believe Clyde is $2,000 more, $200 more, excuse me, than Darrell Williams. But, I mean, when Darrell played, he looked pretty good. He got 17 touches. They totaled 94 yards. Le'Veon Bell had seven, played 17% of the snaps. And if the Bills try and force this KC run game to happen again, I mean, Darrell's kind of just like the de facto benefactor of that yeah exactly i couldn't agree more obviously because i also have Darrell williams so should we should we show down time over williams and kelsey yeah you want to do kelsey up top <laughs> yeah let's do kelsey it is time <laughs> i don't even showdown. have an intro <laughs> showdown time <laughs> time for showdown oh god my god i dig it hit us who's the famous boxing guy who does that let's get ready to rumble uh, Michael Buffett, oh, and then his brothers his discount Bruce Buffett, and he does the, uh, or as I like to call him, Michael Buffet. I'm the worst version of Michael Buffett. Fun, fun <laughs> fact about Michael Buffett: when we went to Miami for the Super Bowl last year, he was in our hotel, and I was in the hotel gym alone with Michael Buffett working out. <laughs> <laughs> he was you on the had him spot you. <laughs> That's an One, incredible story. Two, <laughs> three. <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right, you guys ready for this? Yeah. Yes, I'm ready. This is from Tyler. Tyler, how many quills does a porcupine have? Do <laughs> you know this answer? No, seven. Is this, is this seven. No, I don't know. How many quills does a porcupine have? A needle hog, as needle, they say. Needle hog. <laughs> I had a friend called that in college. 
That's a, that's a poor nickname. I, I can assume why. Um, I'm going to guess 20 trillion on this one. <laughs> going to it's 100. definitely in the trillions for sure. How big is the porcupine? Let's be honest. Needle hog? You know, th- th- 30 pounds? <laughs> Needle hog is oh my God. Yeah, you're right, actually. Uh, wow. A female weighs 23.5. A male can Why are weigh 7.7 to 40 pounds. I thought the question pounds. was about the quills. It is. Well, we don't know. Yeah, you don't know the, the density of these quills either. I'm trying to give you guys a little bit of a hint, but How I don't is think the it helps. weight of a porcupine? What do you, who is doing this question by calculating quill per pound of a porcupine? <laughs> <laughs> no one a savant. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go with... What's the volume? I'm going to go with... It's ridiculous. Heifetz, back off. I'm going to go with 600. <laughs> okay. 600. Why is that funny? It felt like a good answer. <laughs> I was just guessing higher, like 20 trillion. That's all. And Heifetz, you know what? I'm going to give you as many porcupine facts as I want. Don't. All right? Stop. No more facts right now. He's guessing. <laughs> I already said my answer like minutes ago. I said 200. Oh, oh I didn't you even hear 200? that. You said 200? Minutes ago. Oh, I literally missed that. You two were talking that. about weight of porcupines. <laughs> you said 200. Yes. Yeah. I said 600. What is it? I think I feel like this is a little more embarrassing than any of the other ones. It's 30,000. 30,000? 200? I kind of <laughs> thought they were thick. Porcu- I thought they were thick boys. <laughs> I thought they were thick me. I didn't know they were that thick. Big. With two Cs. Uh, this is from Wikipedia. An adult porcupine has about 30,000 quills that cover all its body except for its underbelly, face, and feet. Wow. Suck it, Heifetz. I'm even looking at a porcupine 000. right now, and I'm like, that's not that's not 30,000. I know. I'm looking Here's at it, deal. too. It well, maybe I'm just thinking like of the big ones on his back. Oh, yeah, man, quills guess. are modified hairs. So think about yeah. how many oh, hairs so ha- you have on like, your head. Ugh, whatever, man. I mean, Fuck you guys it. have a little more hair on your head than I do, but still, like 30,000 is... That's just the average. It might be more. <laughs> All right, so... Heifetz, you're way off. All right, whatever, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. Heifetz, man. So you can have... So I just lost Travis Kelsey because I just said 200 quills on a porcupine? Yeah, so you basically yep. have Dawson Knox and Jay Sternberger. I guess it's, I thought for sure I, I was going to give... I thought Knox. I was going to just hand that one to Heifetz because I laughed at Craig's answer thinking it was low. <laughs> I thought <laughs> Heifetz was going to like price his right him and go high. Shit. Sorry, Craig. A fall from grace for Heifetz from last week. I know. All right. Uh, so that's the Travis Kelsey showdown. Thank God I won that. That's a, that's the biggest one of the day so far. The Kelsey to Knox drop is big. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is like dawning on me how much I just fucked all that up. All right. We got to do another one of these. Darrell Williams showdown. Time. Time. Craig <laughs> <laughs> can't remember it. Showdown time, man. Um, All right. So this one is from Cameron. How many different kinds of apples are grown around the world? Fuck. Dude, I don't. (laughs) 1,200. 1,200? Okay. I'm going to say 2,000. All right. Craig wins. It's 7,500 varieties of apples are grown throughout the world. (laughs) 100 varieties are grown commercially in the United States. I didn't realize. That's a lot. What's up, boys? I hate this game. <laughs> this is no longer fun. These I love these trivia questions because they're like actually. Oh, you're fine. You can have Devin Singletary. Ugh. Oh, yeah, because they didn't hand the ball off to the two-minute warning. <laughs> Great. 
He'll probably have a better game than Darrell Williams. Fine, I'll just take it. How much money do you have left? $7,000. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Which is almost enough to get Travis Kelsey. This is not like the optimal way of doing it, I don't think. Okay, let's just switch to the other side of the ball before I just blow a gasket. I don't know what a gasket is, but it's going to blow. Bills, what do you guys think about the Bills offense in this game? I got, I got, um, I got Stephon Diggs and the Bills defense. I also have Stephon Diggs. All right. I have Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and the Bills defense. I have Stephon Diggs and the Bills defense. All right. So we have the Bills defense not because we think they'll stop the Chiefs because they're the cheapest defense, right? Yes. Okay. So let's correct. not spend any also, time. Also, there's, there's slightly a chance that Chad Henney plays. That's true. Right. Exactly. Okay. So forgetting the Bills defense for a second. How do you guys think the Bills, like Josh Allen Diggs, uh, they're related? So how do you think the the Bills offense is going to do against the Chiefs? So when we talk about the uh, championship round, the Chiefs actually have probably on paper the worst defense of the remaining four teams. Uh, Maybe, I guess, you could say the Packers do, but they're not like an elite defense, put it that way. Um, Josh Allen's balling out. They're passing a lot. He still has that rushing upside. I could see this game being a bit of a shootout, though you guys did convince me like the run thing is going to be interesting to see what the Chiefs do. Allen did fizzle out a little bit last week at 12 and a half points, but the four games prior to that, he averaged 30.6 per game. So he was just like going scorched earth. I'm just hoping for that again this week. The Chiefs defense has some good like stars, but overall it's not like the best defense in the NFL or anything like that. So I'm just going with that. Craig, what do you think of Diggs this week? Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to go with Diggs. I mean, aside from Devontae, he's been the guy the last, I mean, the whole season, really. And the Chiefs play a lot of man, which is what Josh Allen and Diggs kind of specialize in. And uh, if they play a lot of press coverage on Diggs, that's where he thrives as well. So I don't know. You know, I'm betting on the connection, the chemistry. If they're going to beat the Chiefs, they're going to have to score 30 points, you know. Yeah, I think... Honestly, I think the the Chiefs are going to have to play zone this week, just mostly just because I mean, so Josh Allen has like twenty five touchdowns against man to one pick, but against zone they have like eleven touchdowns and eight picks or something like that. See, that's another question I have for you guys: if if a team is specializes or is more comfortable running one defense, but that defense does not particularly bode well for the opposing offense that they're facing, like does it make more sense to switch and do something you're less comfortable with because Josh Allen's not mm. as good at it, or do you stick with what you're good at even though Josh Allen's better? I think that's a really good question. Two things. One, whenever you say man versus zone, it's generally oversimplified because coverages are really freaking complicated. But to the question, I mean, it depends on the team and what the team wants to do. So like the reason that like we've always hear about this, but it's true. The Patriots change their game plan week to week to what the the other team does poorly or to, but that's because the Patriots from the top down organization, like we want versatile players who are smart and capable of playing in multiple things. We don't want people who do one thing. And so, they build a whole organization out of that. So they're shapeshifters, but not every team is like that. There are some, te- like the, Le- I mean, DK, you know, the Legion of Boom Seahawks, they, they weren't changing right. them. They were so good at their thing. They're like, we're going to do this cover three defense. We're going to like, like, we're just going to be so good at that. We're going to outplay you. So really, I think exactly. it depends on whether the organization commits to being great at one thing or wants to be able to be versatile. Yeah. It, with the, with the Legion of Boom too, is such a, they were just, uh, Earl Thomas used to talk about how everybody was tied on a string and the communication was so key. Like the way that they move around in the defense together, like, you know, when you're passing guys off, all that stuff is very, very difficult from um, an execution and communication in the game point of view. It's just very, very difficult. So like honing in on that and just getting really, really good locked in on that, you ha- you could make the argument they have a better chance of stopping a team even if they're like good against zone or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
then trying to like change it all up and have guys like not picking up the guy that they're supposed to pick up or whatever. It's just like doing doing that on the fly is difficult, which is why every, you know, nobody, it, that's why not every team can do what Bill Belichick has done over the past 20 years and have this shape-shifting defense. It's just not easy to do. You have to be really well coached. But a team that is good at changing what they do is the Chiefs because Steve Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator, is philosophically okay with changing up what they do from game to game. And so I think they will play zone because here's the thing. So the worst game Josh Allen had this season was that game against the Chiefs in week six. And then the other worst game he had this season was the next week against the Titans. And now both those games were kind of uh, postponed to COVID reasons. So there were a little more time for the Mm. defenses to prepare. But those, those two games that Allen did terribly had a few things in common, which is basically the defenses were like changing what they did post snap and like disguising coverages. And I think that's one of the reasons like Allen's gotten better this year. But when you disguise stuff and you make him have to figure everything out, like maybe that wouldn't confuse Tom Brady, but it can confuse Josh Allen sometimes. And when you think middle linebacker is going to be in the middle field and then whoops, it's actually Tyron Matthew that can throw Josh Allen off. And I think that that's what the Chiefs are going to try to do this week. When you guys talked about how the first thing that came to my head, when you guys talked about how the Spagnolo and the Belichick style defenses are shapeshifters, and then there's like the Legion of Boom who are just really good at one thing. So on the rewatchables, we just did the Terminator, and the next one, spoiler alert, Bill's already said it, is Terminator 2 coming next Monday. So when you mm. guys say the, the Legion of Boom style, who's just good at one thing, is like Terminator 1. That's Schwarzenegger, right? <laughs> he's right. just one beast. He does what he's good at, and that's it. But Terminator 2, you get the new guy, the T-1000. He is literally a shapeshifter. He can change into anything. <laughs> M- much harder to handle. And that's the first thing that popped into my head when you guys said that. So in this analogy, it's so much harder to play the shapeshifter. Right. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, got it. I mean, because they could just stab you with his hand. Did you see Schwarzenegger getting vaccinated this week? Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw like a thumbnail. I didn't watch the video. He said, come with me if you want to live. Oh, yeah, right. I saw that. <laughs> That's good. You know what I never understood about the Terminator movies is like, does the skin sack over the like the metal or whatever, like does it age like a human being? Is that why he's gray in the later movies? I think that's because he's a real human actor. I only saw Terminator 1 and 2. Shut up, Danny. <laughs> I bet you they addressed it, but I have no... I'm sure it was like, he wants to blend in or some bullshit answer. It's like the but. cells are still aging. I guess that's why, but it's like hundreds of years or how many ever years? Like 20 years. Yeah. Doesn't time travel make it like like you age less? Like when astronauts go fast, like they age slower, not faster. Oh, you're talking about the theory of They're relativity? Robots. I, I don't know, Heifetz. I'm not a scientist, Fakes. man. This yeah, is like how many trees are on Earth. I don't know how many cells are in the Terminator skin sack. <laughs> anyway. All right, so we got a triple showdown here for Diggs and the Bills defense. We had two triple oh, showdowns. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Triple showdown time. This is big. This is huge. This is huge. Some Griffin. How many acting gigs has Betty White had? Oh, boy. So, are we counting like Golden Girls as one gig? Yes. Yeah. IMD okay. like the IMDb acting credits. Okay. Because I think Betty White just turned ninety nine. Hey Betty, come on the show if you Shout want. Shout out Golden Girls. Stay golden. I saw this tweet actually the other day. Like Betty White, who played an old person in a show, like thirty years thirty ago. years ago. <laughs> still <laughs> kicking. Still, still kicking around. Also, Good fun fact, they shot a lot of Golden Girls at Sunset Gower Studios right where fact, the Ringer office is. Yes, they did. What? Yeah. Oh my Lives God, on. that's amazing. Yep. Okay. Uh, I did not know that. Acting credits of old Betty. I'm going to say, actually, I've been always going first. You guys go. I say 70. 
Well, I don't know why I went first because I just got screwed going first like many times. I'm going to say 160. Yeah, I was going to say 100. I'm going right in the middle here. 121. Oh, my God. Oh. So DK wins? Yeah. Heifetz, what did you say? 70? I said 70. So I get second. Dude, fuck this, man. This is <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> I love this. This is great. Okay. Heifetz is really getting screwed by this trivia. So you get digs, DK. That's huge. Congrats. I'm going to take... big for me. So in the game here, so I can have Cole Beasley or John Brown, and I take it, the other person will take the other one. That's not that bad for you, Heifetz. We're going to get Beasley and Brown. Cole Beasley got me a zero last week. I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> John Brown. <laughs> great, great. Cole Beasley back to me. Thrilling. Absolutely. Oh, thrilling. man. I can't believe Craig's not picking Uncle Cole. All right. I'm just backing out of the next one. It's not a three-person showdown. I haven't won a defense. <laughs> Screw it. You guys can pick between the two. You guys fight over <laughs> All it. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. It's time for the final showdown. Okay, this is my favorite question anyone's emailed. Any favorite question anyone's emailed us so far? This is from and Will. it's for the fucking Bills defense. What happens if we lose this? The cheapest defense. Yeah, if you, you lose get no the Bills defense. defense, you get a more expensive. No, you get, you don't get a defense. <laughs> oh, you don't. Can you even submit something with with a blank? Yeah, you just get a zero. I don't know. We'll figure it oh, out. Okay, fair well, enough. Well, then, okay. Right. This is from Will. How much does a cloud weigh? Oh my god! Unbelievable question. <laughs> Fuck you, Will. This is gonna like make us sound like real morons, right? I right. Because like. there's a world in <laughs> which somebody what? says, "What did I do? Who is out there like idiot? Doesn't know much a cloud weighs." Morons. Okay, the no, question is, how much people. does a cloud? No, what this? How much is. does a cloud weigh? It's fucking floating. It doesn't weigh anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't not know. true. That's not how science works. I know, and I, that's the problem. So to be clear, like I, we're gonna sound like morons. Cumulus cloud, which is the pop puffy cotton ball ones. We're not doing mm -hmm. like thunder clouds. Mm -hmm. Not like the puffy white ones in the shit. sky. Okay. Dude, I. How much does a cloud weigh? I'm going to see 20 trillion pounds. Um, are we talking pounds? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, it's not kilograms. Craig, do you want me to go first? So it's just the average cloud. Aren't clouds really different? They vary greatly in size. Yes, but it's the average cloud. There's a whole answer where the average cloud is. DK, do you want to just do it at the same time? I have no fucking clue. Okay, sure. <laughs> Three, two, one, 20, 20. pounds. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> 20? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I don't fucking know. I'll get, I'm going to say one pound. Uh, okay, I'll stick with 20. I'm just going to go with the fact that they're like fucking the floating in the sky. Uh, the answer is 1.1 million pounds. Oh, okay. This is this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> This is this is one of those moments where I, I understand the people who I don't just realized science. I have no I don't know what gravity is. I decided I don't it's know of how the density clouds work. of the air, the air under it. It's like a glass of water with oil in it. I think I just became a flat earther. It's, <laughs> it's not weightless. There's how water much is in it? It's millions of pounds. One point one million. The average uh, cloud, oh I think it's God. roughly like a kilometer or so, and then it's about the density of the sky. The density of the water vapor is you know it settles into where it is, so it's not the sky isn't weightless. Yeah. It's spread out. Yeah, it's okay. extremely spread out. <laughs> it's a cloud. It's a cloud. <laughs> I feel like we're really not doing ourselves any favors by having these trivia questions. <laughs> well, anyway. shit, man. We're getting like the hard... How many gallons are that. in Lake Michigan is impossible. All right. I don't fucking know. Physics, man. 
Okay. DK gets no defense. Craig gets the Bills defense against the Chiefs. I'm not sure which is worse. <laughs> I get to be no honest. defense. All right. Okay. So let's go through our lineups and read how much you got left. Let's crank through. I have. Show me what you got. I have Aaron Rodgers, Ronald Jones, Devin Singletary. Mm-hmm. Oh, I. Oh my God. I have Cole Beasley. Oh my God. <laughs> Mike Evans. Oh no, I got Marquez Valdez-Scantling still, thank God. Yeah. I have Dawson Knox at tight end instead of Travis freaking Kelsey, which <laughs> is suboptimal for, for this week. And then I have Mercedes Lewis at my other flex. <laughs> oh my spot. goodness. So how I, much you how much money do you have left? Uh, 13 grand. Oh my You have 13 Which grand. is like Travis Kelsey <laughs> and Darrell Williams. We lost both those people. Oh my God. All right. What about you, That's Craig? Great. I have $3,600 remaining. My team is Patrick Mahomes, Darrell Williams, Jamal Williams, Devontae Adams, John Brown, Scotty Miller, Cameron Brait, Travis Kelsey, and the Bills D. Okay, so I've got $5,700 left. I have Josh Allen, Leonard Fournette, Playoff Lenny, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Stefan Diggs, Alan Lazard, Rob Gronkowski, Tyler Johnson, and I'm defenseless. Wow, DK's team is pretty good, too. This sucks. I hate this. So the loser through the Super Bowl is going to have to do the 666. I don't know. We'll figure yep. it out. Oh, my God. You'll figure out once I lose. I mean, I have a I huge see. lead on you guys, but yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Well, that's all we got. Although we didn't. T- who do you guys think wins Chiefs-Bills? I'm going Chiefs, but I feel pretty strongly that I don't know. Fuck it. I'm going to say the Bills. <laughs> yeah. All right. Glad we can get those concrete answers. All right. I'm saying Chiefs. All right. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you to Clouds. I don't know what we would do without you. Thank you, Lorne. Lorne. DK, say the song. The music oh, band. shit. Uh, let's see here. Let's the see. final countdown. DK, you know the band. Oh, yeah. Europe. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Europe. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. I don't know why I can't remember to do this. Me neither. We'll see you guys on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>